Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be tuning in with you here today. So let's just dive right in on today's episode. I want to talk about the mind-body connection and how change and growth in our life can in fact be perceived by our body and our ego as a threat and how that can affect our physical selves and how we can overcome it. So for those of you who have followed me for a while, you may know my story. And for those of you who are new, I will give you a little bit of an insight into where I came from so that you can understand more in this episode. So I come from a military background. I spent 10 years serving in the Canadian military. And prior to that, I, from the age of nine, I was in the cadet program. So I've been in a military atmosphere since I was nine. So basically 19, 18 years of my life, 19 years, somewhere around there. And, um, It definitely shaped me and I created an identity around the military and growing up, I did not know how to be myself, how to love myself, because anytime I let my true self show, I was judged, ridiculed, bullied, Sometimes I was like physically bullied, Um, you know, nothing, nothing was ever good enough. And then I had a very, very complicated relationship with my mother. And again, nothing was ever good enough. So I created this pattern from a young age where I had to do as much as I could and push myself and push myself and push myself and ignore my needs, ignore my desires, ignore my wants to prove to others that I was worthy. So I was constantly seeking external validation. Now, when you are living in this kind of state or any state that is not one of ease, one of authenticity, you are creating disease or dis-ease within your energy fields. And your energy fields, there's four layers to it. There's the physical layer, which is your body, the emotional layer, the mental layer, and the spiritual layer. Now, 
when there is dis-ease in any or all of these fields, it causes issues within our life, within our body, and it can manifest as many different things. It can manifest just as limiting beliefs and attracting hard or hard situations or situations that are in alignment with those limiting beliefs into our life. It can look like victimhood. It can look like learning lessons the hard way. It can look like mental health issues like depression, anxiety. It can also look like physical health issues, gut imbalances, um, pain in the body, illness in the body. Now, you have to remember that our minds are incredibly powerful and the mind-body connection is incredibly powerful. You know, so often we make the mistake of looking at our body as just a physical body and we forget all of the other things that go into who we are. So, you know, especially in our society today, Western medicine, we only look at the physical. And even worse, we only look at the symptom of what we are experiencing. So if you are experiencing an issue with your gut or pain in your body, you go to the doctor and they typically give you a pill and they say, there, that'll fix it. And it might, it might also make things worse. Cause if you take one pill, it might have, it'll likely have side effects. And then you need another pill to counteract those side effects. And then you end up needing another pill to counteract the side effects from the side effects. And it goes on and on and on. And all you're doing is treating a symptom and you're not getting to the root. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that Western medicine has a time and a place. It has a purpose and we are very blessed to have it. And I also think that Western medicine is greatly abused and our bodies are abused by the Western medicine system. Because again, 99 times out of 100, we are treating the symptom versus the cause. And we as humans are not meant to live in a state of disease or dis-ease. We are meant to live in a state of ease. And when we are in fact living in a state of dis-ease, we end up feeling disconnected. We end up feeling disconnected from our bodies. We feel disconnected from our hearts, from our emotions, from spirit. We end up feeling disconnected on all levels. And when we feel that way, we aren't able or have a very difficult time in figuring out how 
to get to the root of the actual issue versus just being blinded by whatever symptoms we are feeling. Now, again, we are not meant to live in a state of dis-ease. And when we are experiencing disease and those symptoms are coming up, they are a sign for us, a warning system that there is healing that needs to be done. Now again, the mind-body connection is incredibly powerful. And remember that everything is interconnected. So the, the, all the layers of our energy field, the spiritual, emotional, mental, physical layer, they are all interconnected. So that means that our mind is connected to our body, is connected to our soul, is connected to our heart. Everything is interconnected. So something happening in one area affects all areas. So a really simple example of the mind-body connection and the power it has is if you were to feel embarrassed by something, chances are you are going to blush or get hot in the face. So there is a belief there that causes you to feel an emotion, embarrassment, which then sends a signal to your body to create a physiological response. Now, when things happen to us in our lives, when we have experiences that may be traumatic and a trauma is anything that our self, our, our, all, any of the four layers of ourselves, body, mind, soul, heart, a trauma is anything that we cannot process in that moment. And traumas can get stuck within our energy field. So whenever we experience have, whenever we have an experience, whenever we experience a trauma, whenever we learn something, we create beliefs around the experiences that we've had. And those beliefs can serve to protect us. They can serve to move us forward, hold us back. And you have to remember that at the time a belief was created, it served us in some way. So even though you may look back and analyze the belief and say, how could I have ever believed that? That, that doesn't help me in any way. It's very limiting. At the time that it was created, it helped you in some way. Now, I was injured in the military and around my injury and then, and then surgery, I had experienced 
oh, a loss of respect, a loss of identity. I was harassed. Um, there was a lot of things that happened around that. And I also had this pattern of needing external validation. And I was constantly overworking myself to prove myself worthy of love, respect, advancement, all of these things. I was in this constant state of having to prove myself because I did not believe that I had any self-worth. I thought the only time that I could be worthy is if somebody else told me I was. So when I was injured and then had my surgery, my body, because of all of the trauma and experience that I had been having because of the overworking, the burnout, there, like I said, there was a lot going on. My body created disease, dis-ease. So after my surgery on a mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual level, because I had been ignoring the calls of my soul, my body created a chronic pain condition. My body created major depressive disorder to the point where many days I could not even get out of bed because the pain was so bad, because the fatigue was so bad, because the depression was so bad. And back then, there was not a day that went by that I didn't want to end my life. And the only reason that I didn't is because somewhere within me, I could feel that spark where I was meant for more than this. But I also needed to learn some lessons. So within that chronic pain, that major depression, there were many gifts. And no matter what we experience in our life, no matter how traumatic or difficult it is, there are lessons and there are gifts within those lessons. But you must be willing to see them, to find them. And if you don't find them, if you don't seek them out and look for them and accept those gifts and lessons, you will continue to repeat the same cycle over and over and over again. Because these experiences that we have, we have them for a reason. Now, a lot of us have a belief that we have to learn things the hard way. You don't have to keep holding on to that belief, but many of us do. Many of us choose to keep holding on to that belief by not consciously releasing it. 
And when you are not choosing consciously to release something, you are choosing to hold on to it. And that might, that right there might ruffle a lot of feathers. But you have to take responsibility for your beliefs, for your life. Not everything is within your control, but you can choose if life happens to you or for you. And again, this is about seeing those lessons and gifts within things that happen. Now, there were many gifts within the fact that I ended up with this incredibly, incredibly painful chronic pain condition. And there are still things that I feel today, though I would like to say that I'm like 90% healed. But every so often a new layer comes up to be healed. Now, some of the lessons that came out of my chronic pain back then and my depression was that for the first time in my life, I could no longer force my body to do something. I could no longer push myself to the point of burnout because I was there. I was burnt out. There was nothing left. And every time that I got a little bit of energy and I tried to push back into an old pattern, my body rebelled. And remember that as I talk about my body, this is actually my body, mind, heart, and soul that are all working in conjunction with one another. But my, my body rebelled. I physically couldn't do it. I could not go back to the way that I was living. So I ended up learning how to rest. And yes, it was a forced lesson, but I learned how to rest. And then I learned how to rest without guilt and without feeling like a burden. I learned how to love myself. I learned how to prioritize myself. I learned how to set boundaries, which that was one of the most difficult lessons. Especially because I had been in an external validation pattern, a victim pattern, and a people pleaser pattern. And boy, did I ever people please. I always put myself last just so I could hope for something to come my way. So I learned boundaries because for the first time I had a reason that my, my belief system and my brain could wrap my head around where it gave me a reason to have a boundary. And then eventually I learned how to have boundaries for reasons that didn't rely on my body. But you can see that these things that I ended up learning throughout this, my body was protecting me, body, mind, and soul. I was being protected so that I could grow 
so that I could take the time I needed to change what I was doing, to change how I was living, to connect to my soul. You know, the depression is what connected me to my soul because I was so lost, so in the depths and the dark that I was searching for something, anything that would bring me life again. And, and that whole process really was this painful and difficult death mixed with this beautiful rebirth. And when I say beauty, it doesn't mean that it wasn't hard because it was. It was painstakingly hard, especially because when I was going through it, I was doing it alone. And I, I didn't learn how to ask for help or seek out help for years. I had little things here and there. Like the thing that the thing that got me into that spark of spirituality that put me on this path was because my body was rebelling against me and I had had this opportunity to be part of a beach body group where the only thing I could focus on at that time was nutrition because my physical body was rebelling against me. And part of the theme of it was, may you love yourself spiritually. And it was in the month of May. And it was a little bit of a beginner course into spirituality. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I need this. That was my Kickstarter. So I had little tiny pockets of help, but mostly I was on my own. But when I finally started getting help. That's when things started accelerating and moving forward. And that's where I got to share my burden with others. And, you know, so, so often we, we don't want to share our burdens. We want to hold on to them, keep them to ourselves because we don't want to burden others. We don't, it's, it's shameful for us to, show our struggles. We have to keep it in. But as soon as we allow somebody else to shoulder our burden with us, it doesn't burden them. It lightens the load because when you have somebody to help you, when you find that help, when you find community and you share what you are going through, you have multiple powerful souls transmuting that energy rather than you holding it all in all by yourself. You share it and you get to release it and everybody else helps you release it as well. And if you're sitting there and thinking, no, that, that can't be true, turn it around. And think about the times that you've helped other people release. Has it burdened you? Or has it felt good to, for you to help somebody else release something that they're carrying? So there is a, there's a lot of power in 
our, our experiences, our bodies, our, the lessons that we are meant to learn and the connection between everything. Now, again, what I went through, my, my body was protecting me, protecting me from burnout, protecting me from that overwhelm, from the harassment that I was experiencing because I had to take myself out of that environment. I couldn't even, couldn't even drive by the building anymore. So all of that pain, all of that trauma that was being created in my life, my body, mind, and soul through a physical condition protected me. Now, because I was very stubborn and had to learn these lessons, I also had other fears that ended up being created around this. So anytime I tried to go back to that old pattern of overworking and pushing myself, what ended up happening again is my, my body rebelled and I physically could not do it anymore. I could not go back to that old pattern. But what that created was a belief where it's not safe for me to go back to that old way of being. But although my complex, the complex part of my mind understands that it's the old way of no self-care, of pushing myself, of the overwhelm, the burnout, the complex part of my mind understands that. My ego, which is very simple, more animalistic, only understands that drive and a lot of action taking will lead to burnout. So fast forward to last week. I took on, I've taken on this new role as a co-coach in one of my, um, my mentors programs. So I'm the co-coach and resident healer. Now there's a lot of beautiful lessons that are, that are coming out of this, but last week with my first official week stepping into that role. And I, for the first time in a quite a while experienced a very, very severe pain flare up. And I was in so much, like I was in an extreme amount of pain. I was exhausted and I was like my medication, CBD oil, that stuff wasn't working. Actual pain medication was barely working. And if I only looked at it from a physical perspective, if I only looked at it from that, I could not tell you why I had a flare up because I didn't do anything different. Didn't hurt myself. Didn't overdo it. There was no physical physiological reason why I should have a pain flare up. But knowing what I know and having this knowledge, I looked deeper. I looked deeper than the physical because you also have to remember that the physical 
is the most dense layer of our energy fields. And the physical is typically the last layer to be affected. So when things are finally in our physical and affecting us on a physical level, it's because they, those, those energy blocks, the, that dis-ease has been around in our other layers of our auric field, our energy field for a while. And we've been ignoring the signals. So I took a step back and I looked at the emotional, spiritual, and mental reasons as to why my body might be sending me pain signals to protect me again. And 100%, the reason is because with this new role that I am taking on, it is forcing me, and I don't like to say the word force, but it is having me step into a new level of business. I have to serve more clients. I have to hold more space for more people. It is taking more time, more energy. It is a a bigger commitment. And it also means that I am, I'm, I'm busier. And although my, my business is growing and, More clients are coming to me. My theta healing is taking off. I'm having more coaching clients come. I'm still in a growth phase because realistically, I'm still what I consider a new business. I've only been doing this for a few years. So I'm still very much in a growth phase. So what this did by taking on this extra role with my mentors who are a lot more established because they've been doing this for like a decade I am, I was skyrocketed into this new level of responsibility and energy and my fear, my fear has always been that I don't have the energetic capacity to deal with these new levels in life and business. And if I looked at the old pattern, that fear is derived from the overwhelm and the burnout, but the old overwhelm and burnout was because I didn't know any better. I didn't know how to do self-care. I didn't know how to set boundaries. I also didn't even know how to love myself. So I was constantly people-pleasing and looking for external validation, but I have healed all of that. And while every so often a new layer comes up to be healed, where I might find myself slipping back into external validation. I recognize it quickly and I don't live there. It comes up, I recognize it, I heal it. And and that's the healing journey. The, The further you get in your healing journey and remember that there is no end to it, the the quicker these layers come up and the less of a disruptive impact they have on your life. So that old belief, that old fear of going back into that burnout and then feeling all those physical symptoms, that is what was ruling this flare up that I had last week. 
But because I had the awareness of why it was coming up, I was able to move through it. And I had a choice though. I 100% had a choice. I could either look at this flare up and say, you know what? It's true. I don't have the energetic capacity to do this. I can't handle this extra workload. I, there's no way, there's no way that I can continue growing my business like this. That belief is right. That fear is right. I need to, I need to move these appointments or cancel these appointments until I feel better. That was choice number one. And choice number one, had I done that, would have cemented and solidified that belief because I would have been acknowledging that I couldn't do it, even though that that's not actually true. Now, option two, which is the option I went with, was that I looked at why this pain flare-up was happening. I took it out for dinner. I got to know it. I understood that my body was trying, was in the short term bringing up all all of the symptoms that I was trying to avoid on a long-term basis, but bringing it up in the short term to try to, to protect me and scare me into staying at the status quo, into not changing, into not growing. So I experienced massive amounts of pain, massive amounts of fatigue. I was, you know, I was exercising with my trainer last week and I felt so weak and I was in so much pain that I wanted to cry during every exercise, but I kept moving through. But it was also so difficult that day because I hadn't come into the awareness of why it was happening yet. Because it truthfully, it took me a few days. It took me a few days to bring, come into that awareness. So all of those things that I'm trying to avoid on a long-term basis, the burnout, the overwhelm, the the extreme pain, the extreme fatigue, the no energy, no life force, feeling worthless and all of that again. It was brought up in the short term to try to scare me into staying, staying the same. And although on a logical level, that makes no sense because you're like, well, body, what are you doing? But on this like base animal type of level, it makes perfect sense because change is threatening to us. It's threatening to our ego because we don't know if we change, we don't know what's coming. So we have the choice to give into it or not. So having this awareness and I walked myself through it. I took the time to connect with spirit. I took the time to understand what was coming up for me, why it was coming up. And once I understood that this was my body trying to protect me so that I wouldn't go to the next level because it felt unsafe to do that because I might feel burnout again, because I might go back to that old pattern, even though the chances of that are almost zero because I am not the same person that I was 
five years ago, seven years ago. I'm not that same person, but my ego, that basic animalistic fear does not know that. So it'll do everything it can to protect me. Now, what I chose to do instead of canceling appointments, moving appointments, I talked to my coach about it. I let my trainer know that I was having a flare up. I let my partner know I was having a flare up. I asked for the help that I needed on a physical level. And then again, instead of canceling or changing appointments, I surrendered into it because I knew that if I were to cancel or change those appointments that I had, that were new clients coming in, if I had chosen not to go on the group calls and coach and not attend the trainings and, and, and coach within that, I knew that that would hold me back and only strengthen the belief that I couldn't do it. But if I surrendered into it, if I showed up anyway, and if I connected to spirit with the intention of bringing in healing and life force energy as I serve from my highest self, from my soul, those clients that needed to be served, I knew that it might be difficult, but I would also be supported. And that takes a massive amount of trust, a massive amount of trust, because that goes against everything you would, you would believe that goes against everything your ego wants because you are having, you're having to trust the unknown. And you know what happened? I had a stack day on the Friday, which is when I was feeling the worst. And I showed up for those appointments. And as soon as I showed up for those appointments, within the first few minutes, my physical pain started dropping away. And instead, as I was facilitating those healing appointments, because I was doing theta healings, I was feeling renewed energy. I was able to still show up and hold space for my clients and guide them through their healings so that they could feel their best and be served in their highest good. And by the end of the day, I was still achy, but I was not experiencing a flare-up anymore. I moved through it. But I couldn't have done that if I hadn't surrendered into it. So our mind, our body, our heart, our soul is interconnected at all times. And it is always, always asking us to listen.
to connect, to surrender, to trust. We are being given signs, gifts, lessons in every moment. And we have to allow ourselves to hear them, to receive them. So anytime you are coming up against something, you want to break it down. Why might this be coming up? If you are feeling physical symptoms, start looking for the emotional triggers, the beliefs that might be triggered. What in your life is asking you to grow and change out of the status quo? And then look at what choices you have. If you give in to whatever's coming up, what is that going to solidify and teach you in your life? And if you choose to move through it, what is that going to bring in? How is that going to change things? And focus on the energy that is going to expand you and move you forward. Now remember that expansion and moving forward is not always going to be easy and it is not always going to feel good. Honestly, it didn't feel physically good for me to show up for my client appointments to do those healings until it did. But that initial decision to show up to not cancel, what my body actually wanted was to sit my ass on the couch, to sleep, to rest. But I knew that that pattern in that moment would hold me back, would keep me small, keep me the same. But I wanted to grow. And I knew that I needed to grow through this. So even though it felt difficult, it was still expansive. It was still a choice that was moving me forward rather than a choice that had instant gratification, feel goodness, but would keep me small. So sometimes the things that we need to do don't always feel good, but they will feel aligned and that is the difference and that alignment will always feel expansive and feel like it is moving you forward moving you closer to your goal to your purpose to your soul it's moving you forward on your journey if it is not doing that that is where you are not in alignment and Finally, remember that this is a practice. You are not going to get this in one go overnight. This is a practice. I have practiced this technique, this awareness building, over and over and over and over again. 
and I have made mistakes and I have made the, the choice that holds me back. But even if you make that choice that holds you back, you can always choose again. So even when you make the, cho- the choice that holds you back, you are not permanently held back. You find the lesson and the gift in the choice you made, and then you choose again and you move yourself forward. It really is as simple as that, even though it might feel hard. So if you are needing a guiding hand, if you need help with any of this, I am 100% here for you. You can get help through booking a Theta Healing session with me. You can look into coaching with me, which is both coaching and healing sessions. You can request something else on the podcast. But what I don't want you to do is to sit there and not receive help. So whatever place you are in, if you are feeling like you need some level of help or direction, reach out, send me a message, book a session with me, talk to me about coaching. No matter what, I am 100% here for you. And if I am not the right fit, we'll find someone who is. Because no one should stay stuck where they are because they're afraid to ask for help. Because I did that. It's not great. It holds you back. Really (laughs) makes things a lot more difficult. So learn from my mistakes. Learn or rather learn from my lessons that I had to learn the hard way. And get your lessons the easy way. By using the wisdom that I am giving you. So again, send me a message, book a Theta Healing session. All the links are down below, or you can just go to my website, AnastasiaBurtnick.com, or can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. I am here for you. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this episode, and I will see you on the next one. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.